Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference happening in September this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have Wade Edwell. Wade has been teaching and performing movement for over 20 years, including Pilates since 2003, and is Australasia's only graduate of The Work, the master's program overseen by Elder Jay Grimes. Wade's creation here in Australia is Proper Pilates, delivering Contrology coaching programs nationally, along with international work as an associate coach for Vintage Pilates in the US on the facilitating team of the Entrepreneurs Program with Sandy Shimoda. Wade also guides teachers in reshaping their own businesses to reflect the original Pilates methodology and original Contrology studio operation. Wade's workshop at the conference is titled From Center for Center. Wade, welcome to the show. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Could you give us a quick overview of the workshop presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference, including the concept of the two-way stretch? Yeah, absolutely. What I might do in answering your question, I'll start by talking about the two-way stretch because it's a term or a phrase that you're hearing a lot thrown around in Pilates today. And its use is very varied depending upon how a person defines it or what they think it might be based upon the people that they've in turn work with or that they've read about or seen online. The phrase two-way stretch was coined by Jay Grimes, who worked with Joe and Clara Pilates and who I have learned from. And what Jay means by two-way stretch is quite different to what I see being thought of or used out in the industry. So what I wanted to try and do through this workshop is to provide a strict definition of what that is in order to provide us with a set of parameters for how we're going to look at movement, how we're looking at performing the classical Pilates exercise exercises. So that's the most important thing. And, and the definition of two-way stretch, because just so you know, Jay doesn't really define it, actually. You have to work with him for quite some time to actually see what he means by the term in movement. Thank goodness he's, I suppose you could say, protege, colleague, Sandy Shimoda, who is also my teacher and who I work with. Sandy has actually given a voice to it, a definition, and she defines it as a dynamic reach away from a strong center, which sounds simple to understand, but when you look at it in movement and you try and achieve it through the usage of the fundamental principles of contrology movement that we practice by, which are slightly different to or on top of the principles that most people think about, it does change the outcome of the movement. It changes the mechanics of the exercises, in many instances, quite profoundly so. So when you look at the body of work that I work with, this particular overriding concept, as well as all of the other fundamentals that we specifically utilize, which I believe help you to achieve a two-way stretch, really do help to define the mechanics of the movement of my system of Pilates, the one that I work with. So we'll be looking at that and we'll be looking at how we utilize other fundamentals to understand where we make exceptions with the use of our center in order to achieve a movement that is more defined by what someone has learned in a textbook or what someone's seen in a video and how that might not truly be helping them stay connected to center and to apply two-way stretch to the movement of contrology. 
For the purposes of this workshop, we're going to work through the mat sequence. We could do this on any piece of equipment anywhere. And indeed, as long as we have time within the workshop, I will branch out and we'll look at how these things can be cross-referenced to exercises on other pieces of equipment elsewhere in the system. Sounds so fantastic. The uh, level of detail I can hear loud and clear. Wade, can you give us some background experience or the specific learning that you had yourself that was really the catalyst to creating the content for this conference workshop? My Pilates experience is quite varied. I started Pilates way back in Brisbane when I was young. (laughs) Back in those days, the only option really up here was you just did it at a gym and it was a mat class and it had very little to do with the original system. It wasn't bad exercise. It just was in no way connected back to Joe's Pilates. So originally I started in that and along the years I took on more training on different schools. The most significant training that I undertook was to do the course through the APMA. I did that in Perth at the time when I was over there. I still hadn't really been exposed to classical Pilates. That wasn't around me and I was sent to the studio that I did the APMA training through because I was dancing at the time and I was sent there to support my dance. I started working out into classical by working with a number of different teachers from different training schools. And in a lot of ways, the work wasn't inconsistent. It was quite similar. But I found that because of the background that I had in contemporary Pilates work, that a lot of questions that I had taking care of the body through the exercises or trying to see the system in a more holistic way, that I wasn't finding answers. And so it was actually recommended by a friend of mine, Marina Digby, to go to the States and to meet Jay. And uh, so that's what I did. And I instantly found that this is what I had been searching for. And I then spent years traveling back and forth to the States to work with them. In the meantime, when I was back in Australia, I would continue to work virtually with my teacher, Sandy. You don't get to work with Jay virtually. You have to go to the States to work with him. So that is my background. And I think what is so powerful about Jay's experience and what he's carrying forward is it's a very pure experience until the creation of Vintage Pilates, which he did with Sandy Shimoda and Karen Frischman. Up until that point, Jay was just Jay and he's worked for a long time outside of Pilates as well. So the Pilates that he is carrying forward hasn't really been touched by time or by many outside influences, by business or marketing or industry parameters. He's really just kept true to what he learned. And so it's a really really defined system. And I appreciate that because by applying yourself to it, it gives you the time to find answers that you're looking for. It gives you a set of parameters that you have to hold yourself accountable to, to work to. And when you do that over time, it enables you to analyze where your body is falling off for the things that you're missing out against. It's like in dance, being a ballet dancer and every day, starting by going to the bar, doing what essentially the exact same exercises, but through that perfecting the way your body performs those exercises and through that learning about your body. So that's the background experience that has brought me to this point where I can deliver this kind of material. And I think that my experience with Jay and with Sandy has given me a fairly unique way of looking at what the term two-way stretch is and what also the concept of center is within a specific body of work. And that's really what I want to try and open people's eyes to here through this workshop, through this conference. Sounds amazing. And for those considering coming onto the workshop at the conference, what will be the top couple of takeaways, ideas or concepts that you feel like they'll leave the session with? 
Well, the first thing that I hope that everyone takes away from this is that when you go to a workshop, it is my firm belief that you get the beginning of something, that you get the first insight. One of the things that I think is a problem with workshops is that people do it and they think that instantly they take on that whole body of knowledge. So this is an introduction and an invitation to go forth and to spend a lot of time digging into these concepts to try and understand what they mean and to really work them into your body. The second thing that I really want to make sure that people are left with is an understanding of how I'm using the term two-way stretch or the concept of two-way stretch, what it actually means as a concept to me. And therefore, in looking at how we apply that to movement, to understand how that unique set of parameters does change the mechanical outcome of the exercises. Therefore, the muscularity of the exercises is different. You can have exercises that are done by two different people who are thinking of two different definitions of two-way stretch. They can almost look the same to the untrained eye, but the outcome physically is actually quite remarkably different. And so I want to make sure that people have a good insight into what that is. And then we are going to apply that to the MAT series as far through as we can get so that people who are in attendance then have a jumping off point to go home and work with. They can go back over what we've already done and they can continue working through their MAT sequence to try and apply this concept. We won't just look at two-way stretch. We will also look briefly into other foundational concepts that I utilize all the time in the application. And so those are the three things that I, I really hope to bring across in the workshop. Wonderful. And after coming along to the workshop, what will participants be immediately able to apply with their clients when they return to work on the Monday morning after the conference? I hope that people can go away and think about or work with their clients on exercising for a foundation or for a concept rather than necessarily exercising for a level of exercise or a piece of choreography. A lot of what's happening, my belief in classical Pilates is a lot of exercising of pictures in a textbook. And I think that what is probably more true to, I hope, to the, the history of how Joe or what people were doing was that they were trying to work for a concept in the way that they move. And that's certainly what Jay allows us to do when we exercise for him. And so I hope that the first thing that people can do with their clients in their sessions the week following the workshop is to start at the beginning of their workout that day and analyze what the client is doing from the perspective of two-way stretch or trying to achieve two-way stretch rather than actually saying, okay, we're just going through this because it's a piece of choreography that has been given to me in hand down generations. So that I hope is the thing that comes out first and foremost. And then through that, I think that the process will organically unfold because once you start to open the lens up like that and continue to work through whatever program you're working through, you'll start to feel things differently and see things differently. And if you're instinctive or intellectual or at least curious, it will stay with you and it will change the way you keep investigating your practice over the weeks, months, years to come. Sounds really worthwhile. The thing that jumps out at me there is there's going to be a lot of clients of your participants at the workshop complaining on the Monday morning after your session because their abdominals <laughs> are going to get a whole new level of uh, workout, as we love. Highly yeah. possible. Yeah, it's one of my personal missions to eradicate a little bit of the level of comfort in Pilates. So job well done if that's what happens. Excellent. <laughs> And I've even heard the cliche that the equipment was designed not to be comfortable because you had to try and lift away from it. Was it you that told me that? I might have been. 
I don't think there's anything particularly uncomfortable about the traditional Pilates apparatus, that's for sure. The <laughs> apparatus really was designed, obviously it was designed to work you out in different fashions, but I think the thing that's significant about what you're seeing now with the return to harder padding, more correct or original kinds of dimensions is that those features are important because they help a person one with respect to the padding and the sizings they provide a different level of sensory feedback and if you are an investigative person and you're buying into pilates for it being more than just a workout but actually being a practice by which you can learn about your body and reshape yourself you need that kind of feedback in order to feel your body moving through space or moving with the piece of equipment through exercises in order to adjust yourself instead of having to always be told by the teacher that this is off it's amazing that it's actually so much more effective for the equipment to give the body feedback often than the teacher because if a person can teach themselves the lesson is learned much more profoundly than if they're constantly being spoken to the same way week in week out couldn't agree more I saw a, a recent picture which was a chaise lounge with a pop top that opened up to a reformer underneath. Oh, yeah. And I thought there was never a better example of a wolf with a sheep's coat on. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously, I didn't know Joe, but from everything I've heard from people who worked with him or from what you've read about, he was eager for you to be doing Pilates every single moment of your life. So it makes complete sense. <laughs> there's, there's a reformer hiding inside a couch. Excellent. It's been wonderful chatting with you today. We're all very much looking forward to having you along for the conference. It's a privilege and I'm sure many people are looking forward to your presentation. We'll see you at the conference oh, in September. Pleasure. Thank you so much, Bruce. It's my absolute pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. And remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.